everybody to uncle to uncle the first podcast to take place live from a king-size bed in beautiful hedonism too i'm your main host franklin and as always i'm joined by the coolest uncle of my whole world uncle howard so i thought what's that going on what's it going on franklin man i feel like i'm on top of the world you know why brother why is that? Because I'm negotiating deals left and right. I've been talking to these the big wigs at Bizizio. It's it's pretty good here at Hedonism too. Man, we had a good time in the king size bed. We had a good time on the Rock of Love tour bus. But that's right. Coming up, I think we got to be recording live from a Lamborghini Urus, the Lamborghini SUV. The Lamborghini SUV. What the fuck is that? Yo, man, you can take a take a gander at it, brother. It's beautiful. Yeah, it's the quickest damn SUV ever seen. The top speed about two hundred and twenty <laughs> miles per hour. Really? Yeah, man. And you can you can take it off road on road. Uh, you can race it around the track. It starts at a cool. You can get this out. You know how much even even a cheap movie those cost? What like hundred? Not a hundred, but million, two million dollars. I say, oh, that was a pretty cheap movie. Yeah, this thing's way cheaper than that. It's only about two hundred and twenty thousand dollars. So I mean, as opposed to, I mean, Saving Silverman costs about thirteen million. Yeah, and you could have. How many of these could you buy? Five, sixty-five Lamborghini Uruses. <laughs> yeah, you could. Look, he... Looking at these puppies. Man, give uh, Jason Biggs, Amanda Pete. Steve oh, Zahn, give them they all. They would have really appreciated that, <laughs> right? Just, just cut the middleman of making a movie and just, just buy them some uh, Lamborghinis and if film you, their reactions. If you made a movie, would you just? I, I don't have any basically no respect for a movie star who doesn't buy a car that you take notice of. Yeah. So yeah. like when they come on set, you want to see them like. I want to hear vroom vroom of that deep breather. You know what I'm saying? I want to hear the you know the exhaust going room 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 and you say oh tara reed's here <laughs> showing up in her ferrari testarossa what about uh you know like a courtney cox what would she show up in courtney cox is probably driving a, 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 a what are those things a slingshot the polaris slingshot Ooh, okay that's i'm not a the, car guy that, you're educating I, me here yeah the polaris slingshot that's one of those three wheelers yeah. Oh, so that's, okay. I see those all like spring break destinations. You see all the tourists riding those. Yeah, you can rent them, but boy, they're cool, man. Uh, I bet. <laughs> I don't know. I've never, I've never ridden one, but I bet yeah. they're they're cool to drive around. And let's see here. They yeah. Can... So I, I like this. So the call sheet. So you know, at the mm-hmm. top of the call sheet, right? That yeah. that kind of you know in Hollywood, the the order in the call sheet, like mm-hmm. kind of that's important. That's that's importance, right? So, yeah. like, when you're at the tippy top, you know, that's you better be coming in with a very fucking dope car. Yeah, I mean, what would you think if say say we're making our dream dream movie, the Uncle movie, and we've cast mm-hmm. celebs as us? We've got a you know Bradley Cooper as myself and um, Walt Goggins as you. <laughs> the and fuck kind of Bradley, casting's that? Bradley Cooper shows up and he's just driving like a, a Hyundai. Wouldn't you be yeah. disappointed? You'd say, "What the hell? This is a that'd be a man. bummer, right?" Yeah, that would that would kind of bum me out a little bit, yeah. man. But if you he want... if he showed up in a in a Bentley, mm-hmm. something like that, you'd say, "Oh no, now we're dealing with a with a superstar." Right, or about a, one of those Kawasaki motorbikes. Yeah, oh man, that would be cool. Just hitting 300 miles per hour on the I-72. Yeah. No, uh, I mean, I think it's high time celebrities. You know what? They want the star treatment. I'm, I'm all for giving them the star treatment. Yeah. They got to bring it. No more of the humble, hey, we got to go green. You know, hey, I'm just happy to be here. I'm, I'm just like every one of you. You're yeah. not. No, you're supposed to be better than me. Act like it. Please, please yeah. come in. Bring back the star power. That's why 
everything's out of whack with Netflix and Hulu originals. Nobody, there's very few stars, you know? Yeah. Because they're, they're not carrying themselves like stars. They're not coming, you know, they're not coming wearing like, what was the last time you saw a celebrity like wearing like a gold dress? Yeah, man, that's true. I mean, like you got this, the Seth Rogen clown and nothing, <sighs> nothing against him, but he's doing his little, his little potteries. Come on, man. I ain't trying to see no pottery barn from you, my brother. Well, to be fair, he shouted out Amy Smoot. So, and that's that's I mean that's, that's one of the first cool thing he's ever done. That, that was baller. But yeah. I I do agree. First like, off, I mean leave leave the pottery to a hardworking American like Amy Smoot. Seth Rogen, you're this big time movie star, brother. I want to see you, you know, breaking the land speed record in a McLaren F1. You know who gets this? Who? Jay Leno. Yes, very much so. <laughs> very much so, right? Jay Leno gets, oh yeah, I'm at the top of the late night game. Uh, let me show up in an all-American classic car. You know, that's a great point. Because what do you think, like, Conan O'Brien? He's like, oh, well, Jay Leno, he was so mean to me. Oh, he broke my heart. Well, it's because you drive a Honda Civic, you loser. <laughs> God, right? And he's just there, wah, wah, I love the unions. Ugh. Like, listen, pal, I, I love Test, Mankind, Big Show, sure. and Ken Shamrock as much as the next guy, but <laughs> you got to make it a whole thing about it, man. Last you know, I he, checked, unions are making those damn cars. That's right. So wouldn't the most pro-union thing would be to get a really expensive car, you and know? Dodge Viper. Uh, you know, a Ferrari Monza? Yeah, a Ferrari car. Or a Gordon Murray? <laughs> Is that an expensive car? The Gordon Murray? Like you I never heard of a Gordon the, Murray? The damn... Uh... <laughs> oh, shit, yeah, the Gordon Murray, the man. The Gordon Murray, right? Fuck, yeah. Oh, it's inspired by the McLaren F1, as a matter of fact. Oh! oh Wait, yeah, so... That's, that's an English car. Does he have a car just named after himself? That's kind of whack. He can't just be like... He's Gordon Murray Automotives. I mean, why, why not? You know, Mr. Ford was once a guy. <laughs> hey, when you got me, he's you a, got me, man. Yeah. Oh, man. I'm so proud of you. Yeah, it's, they say it's related. The uh, main competitors are the Aston Martin Valkyrie, great character from Thor, and then the uh, Mercedes AMG One. Those, this is a hot vehicle, man. I'm adding this to my bucket list right here. <laughs> hey. Add it to your bucket list along with the uh, bucket list on Blu-ray. Yep, I, that's if I if I ever win the lottery, hit it big. I mean, bigger than I already have. You know that I'm rich as hell, Franklin. But I, the money that I got, I don't spend on luxuries. No, I'm I'm waiting for my uh, lottery win to spend on luxuries. As soon as I hit that luxury, I'm buying this Gordon Murray T50. Man, nice. I, it looks like a spaceship, dude. It does. How like, fast does this fool go? Wow. <laughs> We're not, this is now a car podcast. With yeah. One of us who doesn't know shit about cars. And this is, I think, the most appalling. <laughs> <laughs> you just like the idea of cars. Yeah. I mean, I like to see a fancy car around. Then I, you do. Uh, yeah. I like, you know, because it's, here's, this is actually, this is a shoot, brother. The other day, I saw beautiful, beautiful Lamborghini Huracan. Uh lime green as could be and i was like hey that's pretty cool and uh, me and some random lady were talking about it because i was looking at it and she said hey get away from my car it wasn't really her car she was joking around and i mm -hmm. said oh i'll give you all the money in my wallet for this car 100 percent of my money and she was like oh that's a pretty good deal ha, ha, ha. And then the other day i saw the same the same guy i it had to be the same guy because he had a lime green mclaren out there which is you know it's like the american lambo basically Okay. So I was like, man, this guy's got all this money out there. You know, it's just beautiful to see these beautiful cars parked. It around. is, so, right? It's a you know, sign. You see yeah. like a Ford Escape or something. It's just like, oh, that's a car everyone sees. So the other day I Googled, I said, you know, why don't why don't a normal person's car look as dope as a, as a fancy car? It doesn't, don't cost any money to make it look cool. Right, like the yeah. shell. Yeah, yeah. Can, I mean, why can't you, you have the shell of a Lamborghini and then... Inside but have the, the engine the Hyundai, of, of, a of a Tercel or something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Why can't the shells? There should be more shells. We got to get in the shell game. Yeah. Oh, man. That's a great. That would be a good movie, man. The shell, the shell game. game. 
Oh my god. <laughs> that was my movie of the night. The shield game starring us. Starring us. Two guys try to make a regular economy car that looks baller. <laughs> now, in Fast and Furious, actually, this, that's where I got it from. Yeah. Uh, they did the opposite. So, like, um, oh yeah, they made a they made a dope engine on a shitty. Yes, show. yes. So it's like a like a Mitsubishi kind of car. Um, and Jesse, you know Jesse, he's kind of like the uh, he's you know in the, in the first movie, you know. Yeah. He he knew cars pretty well, you know. Mm-hmm. He's just a little weirdo. He dies. Yeah. Yeah, um, rest in peace. Yeah, rest in peace. He's racing his father's car too, so you know he's in big trouble. But he's he's gonna make it right because he's gonna win big. You know he's gonna beat Johnny Tran, and um, they're like, "Dude, don't do it." He's got a hundred. He got a hundred thousand dollars under that hood. Well, how about we just take the 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 front of you know forget what's under the hood, you know that could stay cheap. Yeah, let's let's get that dope ass exterior, that sleekness. Yeah, because I mean, when am I realistically going to get the chance to you know open that mother up and you know get two hundred and fifty miles an hour on the freeway? Probably not ever. But I could always look like I could, which is really (laughs) the important thing. Yeah, right. So I don't know. I'm with you, man. The shell game. I I looked it up though. I was like, why don't normal cars look cool as hell? And it it turns out there's two reasons, Franklin, and one of them. well, neither of them surprised me, but both of them disappointed me. Reason number one was, you know, most economy cars a person drives, they want to have a four door with a lot of storage and, and stuff, you know, which yeah, kind of is not exactly what a you know Ferrari Enzo looks like. The yeah. other reason, though, this is the one that, that kind of broke my heart a little bit, was because rich people who are buying these fancy ass cars, they don't want just, you know, a bunch of cool cars on the road. <laughs> <laughs> that makes the most amount of sense. It man. makes sense, but it breaks my heart, man. You, it don't does. Want, you don't want Johnny working class to, you know, have a car that looks like it's a damn bug from outer space. <laughs> you know, they make uh, fake sneakers, right? And like Gucci handbags and yeah. all fake Gucci handbags. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why can't they get fake fucking uh, Lambos? <laughs> I don't know, man. We gotta look into this. We gotta look. Oh if man, we could like, put just yeah. a you know, remove all of the the metal from my car and just put on yeah a Lambo shell. That looks so awesome. <laughs> what? Imagine if they did it, but it just is, it's out of, it doesn't fit right, you know? It doesn't connect to it. It's just like sitting on top of it, like a person hiding (laughs) underneath a box or something. Yeah. (laughs) I feel it's pretty possible, honestly, man. Yeah, I think it depends, you know, it wouldn't fit on any, like you couldn't put like a a Lambo shell on a, on a, you know, a, scion or something no but you could put it on you know like a, a, a toyota tercel or something yeah I think. Well, why, why not uh settle maybe that's what you know that's what they do for poor people i guess like the decals like yeah you remember oh, when yeah. we were younger like the decals were big like oh like a lightning bolt on the side of the car yeah. like, like that was cool like having some kind of decal stuff like that was like oh like this neat neon line going across your car. Maybe yeah. that's the compromise. Yeah, that's cool too. Yeah. Or you know maybe since I can't actually, you know, like you were saying, you can make it cool under the hood, but the car still looks like crap. You can yeah. maybe put a sticker on your car that says this car doesn't look cool, but under the hood it's really cool, and then it <laughs> still isn't. <laughs> Just lie. There's. <laughs> There's a hundred thousand dollar engine inside of this car. Yeah, like don't even try to race me. <laughs> Damn, sounds like you got the Gallo Twenty Four under there. <laughs> Yo, man, if I put a Gallo Twenty Four sticker on my car, <laughs> I think somebody on Reddit uh, did that. Essentially, they had like <laughs> they got like a decal of the Gallo Twenty Four on their engine. Oh, I bet a lot of people were like, "Hey, man." that's pretty quick huh you're like yep (laughs) well anyways my god Uh, please can we stop the car nonsense for the love of god i'm sorry thank you i i most i most certainly will you will i know it brother gosh 
I guess the big money question is, how are you doing, big man? Hey, I'm all right, man. I'm just, uh... Second on, chill it out. There we go. I didn't even know what that one was, and I did it perfectly. You did? <laughs> I added more that you don't know what they are. Yeah. yeah. They... I, I just... I'm natural at this, man. What can you I say? You are. This is just an instinct of yours, man. I'm like I'm like the Beethoven of drops. Beethoven. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah, man. This yeah. I'm doing all right. You know, I just uh, I'm low down in the dirt, brother. The mm. teamster, he's he um he's been causing more and more havoc underneath the bridge. Oh boy. What's the big teamster doing under the bridge now? He set up a skateboarding ramp, so he's doing jumps. Yeah. All night long, you know, it's just it's, you just hear rattle, 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 jump, and then he lands it. And every single time, he says something like tubular. He's rubbing it in our face, and also he murdered Mosquito Timmy. I just saw right Mosquito the Timmy the other day. Yeah, they killed him just this morning. Oh no! Yeah, uh, I, he was on Kenobi, I think. <laughs> yeah, he was answering a phone call. <laughs> that guy was yipping and yapping, wasn't he? I uh, you know he was. He was having a convo there, man. Yeah, I was like, oh, don't let me interrupt you, sir. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, we won't get into Kenobi here, but I am sorry you are being harassed by Teenster. I think that's kind of the uh, what the downfall of the mall has brought, right? Yeah, the kids got nowhere to go, man. They got rid of midnight basketball, and next thing you know, they're skateboarding under the bridge and murdering uh, convicted felons. You know, it As disappoints me that we have nothing for the, you know to occupy these nuisance of society. Yeah, well, it's because we've we've done a number on teens as a society, and now we're all paying the price. We said, oh, you can't play midnight basketball no more. Oh, you can't go to the mall no more. And the next thing you know, they're going under the bridge. They're doing their TikTok challenges. They're saying hurtful stuff. things on Fortnite. Yeah, and and, and who's to blame, brother? We, we created this mess, and now it's up to me to get us out. I don't know how you plan on solving that problem, because teenagers will always be fucking annoying, dude. You know, I got a plan for it, man. It's called um, Teen Island, where as soon as you hit 13 years old, we ship you off to an island. And then once you are 20 years old, we take you off of it. And what <laughs> happens in between is no one's business. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. You know, oh, it would be nice. It would it be nice to get rid of them. Wonderful. Mm hmm. I just, uh, yeah, I'm not a big fan of teens. Actually, I'm not even a fan of probably 12-year-olds. I'd say once you hit 12, I'm not, I don't want to deal with it. No, there's a jumping off point. And it's, you know what? No, I'm done. There's yeah. nothing, nothing that could be gained right now. What on earth could a 12-year-old tell me that I want to hear? It's nothing. <laughs> they, don't, they don't know about business. They don't know about Lambos. They don't know about Lambos. They might know about Lambo Field and dirty old Green <laughs> Bay, but they don't know about the Lamborghini Sion. They know about Big Chungus. They do know about, and I mean, that's cool. That is cool. Give them that. Yeah. There's that video I think I found on YouTube where the kid, it's called, I'm going to yell Big Chungus in Walmart, and then he does. That's the entirety <laughs> of the video. <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of that cool. kid's pretty cool he could be the teen ambassador right 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 i mean he wasn't even a teen he was like nine no, <laughs> see there nine. your point continues to be more validated yeah it's hard to tell though nowadays it's hard to tell a kid's four or about 27 at this point for me I have no point of reference. It's like asking you how big a whale is. Like, I don't know. Hey. Like, they, they could be six. They could be, you know, 12. Uh, you know, at, at a certain point, I, I just don't have the slightest don't idea. Don't you start with that, Franklin. I'll get you're mad still, and You're still off. mad about it? Yeah, because he was like, you can't imagine how big a whale is. And I was like, yeah, I can. I've seen him. He's like, no, you can't. That's, <laughs> see, that was disrespectful to me. Well... <laughs> I mean, if he said that because I'd never seen a whale, I'd be like, "Oh yeah, I, I mean, I, I thought I could, but maybe I can't." But no, I've seen, I've 
damn it, I've seen whales, brother. I've seen them close up. I've seen them far away. I've, I was good friends with a whale for a while. You know, just off movies, I feel like I have a pretty good point of reference, even without seeing a whale. Yeah, you know how big a boat is, right? It's about yeah, the same size I, as a whale. That's, that's exactly what I was thinking. I'm like, oh, it's like the average boat, right? Like, yeah. that's that's big. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it's damn big, especially I, for a little animal in the, in the sea, you know? But big deal, I can imagine. Man. Yeah. Don't well, okay. don't you try to flex your whale knowledge at me, man. It's like you can't imagine how big a dog is. Yeah, you can. Like, what do you think? That you either think that ah, those, you know, whale, it's probably the size of, you know, a motorcycle or, or, or is it the opposite extreme? You think it's like as high as the Empire State Building. <laughs> you just have no idea. You have no point of reference. Yeah, he's like, you probably way overestimate the size of whales. Maybe that's what he thought. Yeah, yeah, they're as like, big as skyscrapers. <laughs> How big is a whale? Oh, uh, like Jupiter size? <laughs> that's like that's bigger than the planet we're currently on. <laughs> what a prick, dude. How dare that guy speak that way? Where'd you me? meet this guy? Where would happen? It was at here? some party. It was on you know what? It was on was the that a party? Of, it was on the fourth of July, too. America's birthday. As German party runs around yip yapping at me. <laughs> Maybe I'll ask you off here whose party it was, but uh, it's, it's no one you know. But, okay, um, I, I'm trying to think. Um, that that same day of Fourth of July, um, I went to a baseball game with Harpo, mm. uh, friend of the show PB, and then nice. a uh, a man who who is stunks. Oh well, that they they will not be named. No, we don't need to. But that was that day. And then afterwards, my friend said, hey, we're having a party. Come over. And I did. And then I got insulted by a German. God damn, dude. Well, what a day. Um, yeah, that's not a good day. A's one, though. It's a day. Yeah. Oh, man. How are you doing, though? Enough about me and my Ugh. problems. Ugh. You're down in the dirt, huh? You know, the heat loss. Uh, people think they can be cute with me on Twitter about this. And you can be yeah. cute with me with a lot of things, but not the Miami. Like, what? And then I guess I'm inviting contrarians, but it's, it's like, okay, that's that's humorous. Kind, kind of reminds me of, you know, DMX. He said, oh, you think that's funny? Well, you don't know me, money. Yeah. Uh, that's really what it comes down to here. Like, yeah, uh, if, you don't, if you don't know us like that, don't don't be cute. You don't, yeah. You don't know me like that, you know. I, yeah. I just want to tell them, you know what? Cut the shit. <laughs> hey, yeah, that's right, Jade Cargill. <laughs> you know what? Cut the shit. All that's right? my favorite catchphrase in wrestling, right? It, now. it is good. Yeah, it is. She's good. awesome. Yeah. Respect. You know, motherfuckers who don't watch in October, don't watch in summer league. Uh, yeah, I, I, yeah. I got, I got nothing for them. You know what? I got, I, I'm like Tony the Cap right now. I got nothing for you, man. Nothing. <laughs> Let them know. Let yeah. those motherfuckers know, Franklin. Ugh. Ugh. You know, you know what? It, it doesn't and, matter. And it has nothing to do with the fact that most of them are white. No, of course that, not. I, you know, I've seen the show Friends. I think I can say, you know, it has nothing to do with all yeah. of them being extremely white. You've got nothing against white people. A lot of your best friends are white. Yeah, 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 you know. Yeah, some are some are very smart. <laughs> There's very well spoken whites out there. There are, there are. Uh, Steve Zahn. Yep, Steve Zahn is very, and he also a, a friends alum. Friends alum, Steve Zahn. Oh, see, you see, you know. Yep. I mean, I, I'm okay. Well, you know what? What's done is done. We move on. It's old news. You know. Yep. Out with the old, in with the new, right? Yeah, I'm. I'm not even. It's crazy anyone's even thinking about basketball anymore. Because Lord knows I'm not. The season's over. Mm -hmm. Actually, no, because I've got a feeling the Golden State Warriors are going to shit on Boston. It's very possible. It's very possible. I don't have. I don't have. I really don't have any investment. No, I know. I'm just saying that's what's going to happen. You know, it's, it's possible. Just, it's scientific fact, brother. Yeah. Yeah. They're, I mean, they're, they they're gonna they're gonna shit on them just like when you're out for a walk in nature and you see a big pile of raccoon poop with little little manzanita berries in it. I don't think I've ever seen that. 
Well, trust me, it happens. <laughs> oh, God, man. I don't need to know this. And that's, that's exactly what they deserve. The city well. of Boston is notable for two things. The Obey Your Mother guy. <laughs> Those guys and, are awesome. Yeah, they'll, and I hope, I hope they are sad when the Celtics <laughs> lose. <laughs> I don't care, dude. Now, now I'm just like, like I, I, I don't care. I really don't. Sorry to bother you, big boy. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. You don't have to apologize. <laughs> What's that from? I don't know that one. That was the guy who was talking to Lacey's de- uh, Brett Michaels. Oh, yes, that's right. It- Sorry to bother you, big boy. <laughs> he sounds like a little cartoon mouse in that one. He does. He does, like a southern mouse. <laughs> I remember him being more like, hey, big boy. But I guess he's <laughs> no. higher pitched. Yeah. No, he was wearing a very orangey shirt, if I remember. Yeah, that's for sure. And it brother. wasn't a turtleneck, but the collar still went up just a smidge. Yeah, it was like like a like what the sh- like a baseball players wear under their jerseys sometimes when it's cold. <laughs> kind of. Yeah. <laughs> kind of, but not long enough. No, he was a cool guy. That's for sure. He was a cool guy, man. We got to yeah. watch Rock of Love again with some of our friends. Yeah, man. I I got. Whew, man, I don't know if I could watch it again. It, it does something to me, brother. <laughs> it awakens a part of me that I uh, that I didn't even know existed. <laughs> yeah. Man. Uh, I I was gonna say um, the Tubi version, as I've stated multiple times, is uncensored uncensored yeah i mean look you know this isn't the place you know i've been horny with the best of them and horny with the worst of them and uh (laughs) but this isn't the place to be horny no this is a gentleman's podcast that's right for nanas by nanas exactly not whore nanas no no hang on a second i gotta let this cat in here you know yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah. I, we've had a mouse problem around here in hedonism too so we gotta let the, the cats in so they can get some of these mice that's right we got the dogs out too once in a while well uncle howard's doing that uh maybe i'll insult him some like he likes to do to me that'd be funny right call him a real you know real bozo real ding dong you know what now that he's gone I don't think he knows the size of a whale. I don't think he can compete. Hey, well, I'm back here just thinking about the size of a whale. That you know I'm so well. intimately familiar with. <laughs> that you know it quite well. Back and forth, like the back of my hand. <laughs> you can visualize a 3D whale like Nate was saying. Mm-hmm, I can rotate it in my mind. <laughs> Oh man, man! If you can rotate a whale, you got bigger problems than you know what to do with. Mm-hmm. That'll piss that whale off. <laughs> what can they do about it? Nothing. Well, yeah, they are not even predators. Howard, what happened at AEW last night? I didn't see, obviously. Oh, jeez, it was long, it was strong, and it was down to get its friction on. No, it was, dude. As you know, I am. I never want to say something bad about AEW because I don't think there's anything worse than those WWE stands. Well, just because you're criticizing AEW doesn't mean WWE is any better. It's trash. Right. But it this, will always this be show trash. Was straight up garbaggio, brother. Lay it on me. So I'm trying to even think. The, the first match was, you know, the, the talk of the town is this MJF deal, which, you know, everyone's asking me, is it a work or is it a shoot? And I say it's complicated. <laughs> like Denise Richards, but mm-hmm. uh, MJF. But, uh, so for those that don't know, he was on the flight, or he wasn't on a flight. And he allegedly booked a flight, but he didn't get on it. So, but the other thing is, a lot of people. So MJF, if you don't know anything about wrestling, which is strange, why are you listening to our show? Yeah, right. He um, he's a wrestler with AEW, and he's apparently made it clear that he wants to be paid more money. But he also has a contract that he signed, which is good for two more years. So apparently he's he's throwing a big fit and he said, oh, I'm not even going to wrestle in the pay-per-view. And they said, oh, he booked a plane flight and he was going to leave town. And then he ended up back on the pay-per-view and he wrestled the match. So that seemed okay. But, um, you know, who knows? Because... um, 
you know, just who knows what happened there. Anyway, that was the first match. He lost, which was fine. Hmm. Um, I lost a big ward, Wardlow. Reminds me of you in a lot of ways, frankly. Oh, yeah. Big guy. Smart. A lot of heart. Beautiful hair. Mm -hmm. All of that. Yeah. Um, Then there was about 20 matches that didn't get above (laughs) two and a half stars, I would say. I thought the Owen Hart thing was a disgrace to the memory of Owen Hart. Really? Was it that bad? You couldn't. Those matches were straight up boring, dude. I mean, Adam Cole is not one of my guys, you know? I like Adam Cole in small doses, but he's all you see nowadays. That's uh, a lot, man. They're treating him like he is a big deal, you know? They think he's like The Rock in 99 or something. Yeah. He's he's just a little, little guy who can wrestle okay sometimes. And so he wrestled Samoa Joe, who, you know, I'm sorry, folks, but he's washed at this oh, point. Oh, 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 I got so much heat. I got so much heat for saying Samoa Joe and AEW is like Patrick Ewing on the Orlando Magic. <laughs> and Mike, oh, Rich Mike. Now he's on my side, I'm sure. Now he's on my side. But when I said that, he's like, oh, this opinion's trash. This opinion's like John Starks in the war. You know, he's barking. He thinks he's yeah. Mad Dog Russo. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, he does. But Mike's always got something to say, but he never but, got something smart to say. So I make my point about Samojo. You know, everybody they give me they give me the third degree. They give yeah. me the third degree, and then and then they come up. They think they're the first to say he's washed. Mm-hmm. Just I I would never have disagreed with you, bro. That guy I know is you yesterday's have. news. Bless so, his heart. He was once great. Yeah, he he was man, but he he did that crazy drop kick into to death zone, and I I think killed him forever. Yes, yes. For those, I mean, God, I, we got to pull up this gif and put it on the Uncle to Uncle Twitter because yeah. that drop kick he ran. So Sting was well, you know, in the aisles. You know, this is they're brawling. In, in the stands, yeah, it's and, the, at an arena. So if you folks have ever been in an arena, you know what the floors are like. Yeah, and this They're, dude just jumps off and drop kicks him, like maybe seven rows. Sting was down. Yeah, maybe six, five, whatever. He still jumped down a bunch of stairs, and he got hit in the crotch with the fucking handle, the the world handle thing. Yeah, and he lands back first on concrete steps. Um. Which could not have felt good, and I all, think probably fucked him up for the rest of his life. All for Sting, who would not put him over in his wildest dreams. No, nor should he. I mean, yeah, sure. But anyways, so no, is there anything eventful from the show? Um. Okay, so then uh, the, the, the match that was good was the... Um, Jericho versus you know the the Blackpool boys was pretty good because they played Wild Thing for almost the entire match like it was New Jack in good God. Killers. That, that was cool. Fucking, but then I hated that. No, because that's a great song. But then uh, Jericho found where the thing was playing from and broke it, which was pretty funny. And it's great for Charlie Sheen, not great for a match. It's it it is man because people kept going wild thing. It's exciting. <laughs> it's um, not a wild uh, thing guy. I never got yeah. it. Every everybody bled a lot, so that's pretty good. And Eddie Kingston came out with a can of gas and poured it on somebody, but then Danielson was like, "No, that's too crazy." And then he and Eddie Kingston fought for a minute. So that was, <laughs> I guess, I like that. He, he saw that gif of uh, that idiot Janela setting his foot on fire and said no we can't do this no <laughs> he should have seen the gif of the guy getting his crotch lit on fire and said oh yeah. we can't do this yeah oh we should set daddy magic's dick on fire or whatever that guy is <laughs> daddy um, magic is what a guy that's a cool nickname mm-hmm. that guy seems like he's on drugs because his eyes are always so wild and he's always so angrily chewing gum <laughs> he's a, yeah, he's a real bug eye kind of guy, <laughs> greasy ponytail kind of type, S- square head. Yeah, 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 real blockhead. That's, that's what a wrestler should look like, actually. Yeah, I comically. That guy. Yeah, they gotta be comical. Like they can't, you know, they gotta be greased up, bug eyed, you know, and have a big blockhead. 
blockhead, big funny mouth. Accent. Yeah. Yeah. You you can't just be a regular guy like, hey, I'm here to kick some ass. I got my yeah. my uh Johnny Unitas haircut. <laughs> yeah, no, I wanna see I want my wrestlers to be larger than life. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you, man. Anyway, that match was pretty good. And then of course, uh, you know, CM Punk and uh, Hangman Page, couple of you know who gives a shit skis had a match. Kinda. It was like the the seriously the show was I think about five hours long and it did not need to be. Anybody who says it was you know I've seen a lot of people say well it was a little long but the matches were good. You know what? The no match has to be good enough for it. There should never. It, nope. I don't know. I'll, I bet if you were there live, you were happy because you're like, well, no. I sure got what I paid for. No, 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 no. I've been at long Ring of Honor shows. Yeah. At a certain point, regardless of how good everything is, you're like, you let's wrap begging. this up. Yeah. Yes. 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 Like, okay, I've seen every move. This has gone on long enough. Please wrap uh, this shit up. And, oh, and then here's my uh, my other. Since I guess we're doing shoot uh, opinions on this. There was only, aside from the Jericho match, there were no other matches with any sort of extreme stipulation to it or something. So that's a lot of just plain-ass wrestling matches. Oof. You know, you got to have a little variation. you got to have a, a ladder match or some tables or cage. Or, or some you know, big boys, get some yeah. big guys. But it was just, you know, it, it, a lot of people said it was just like the middle part of the card was entirely just like rampage main events and that's how it felt wow so i'm gonna go ahead and say it dynamite aw dying no yep if it i believe you you say it's a stinker i will believe every word of what you're saying but uh no 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 i mean now i saw what i the only thing i saw was the stupid cm punk bret hart shirt that looked like fan art and yes. it's like, Bret Hart's our daddy. Mm-hmm. Embarrassing. Fucking him. Bret Hart likes me. He's He thinks I'm good. Yeah. Oh, I give it a rest, same pal. moves as him. He was a little ass kissers. Wow, same moves as him. A shitty ass Russian leg sweep and an elbow drop in the second rope. Who gives yeah. a shit, man? Oh. Bret Hart is it's pretty like ironic. Bret. Yeah, I love him. He's he made that shit look dope. That, but this He's is the best season. Canadian there's ever been. What a what a what an honor that is. <laughs> Actually, that's not even true because Mike Myers. <laughs> right? Yeah. If, uh, if only you clicked on some of those uh, sound bites, you'd find the Mike Myers one. Oh, well, Why don't I'm you just... click on one of them and tell me? Let's see if you can. Oh, find I th- it. it's hard to tell which one that would be. First Hogget Day. First Hogget Day. Uh, okay, I don't know. I need to speak to you about whose cock my daughter's been sucking. <laughs> you like that one, pal? <laughs> yeah, I think that one's going to get a lot of use. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> Look, some of these will be gone. Some of them, you know, they're one. Sucking on chili dough. <laughs> I need to speak to you about whose cock my daughter's been sucking. Great. Sucking on chili dough. I'm glad. They go together. <laughs> they go together, man. <laughs> they go together. <laughs> You're a they're all rapists that's, that's jerry gergich at when they asked him what is uh drake and uh lil wayne and jay-z all have in common that's true they are <laughs> yeah they most certainly are jerry gergich got so mad on that airplane <laughs> you wanted to what you wanted to... oh shit that's right we have it i know i'm sorry it's I, okay no, I, don't do it now the moment's it's gone. To, it's hard to find him back and forth. You it, know? it is. It is. It's a lot of Werner Ziegler. <laughs> that's Lalo Salamanca. I know that's not for you, but it, it yeah. is for some of our listeners. Right, well, I'm happy to make them happy. Yeah. Well, anyways, enough joshing around with the... We have traditions in the king size bed, don't we, Uncle Howard? Yeah, it's traditions that made us great. Mm-hmm. Every single night, me and my Uncle Howard like to watch some mighty fine... Cinema, don't we? We do. Kenobi! That's right. Uh, and I'm not talking about uh, the governor in Arizona. I'm talking about cinema, <laughs> the movies. Oh, shit. I'm sorry, man. It's okay. The movies. <laughs> there we go. Uh, big man. 
You been yes. watching any movies lately? Oh man, you know I have. I'm always watching movies. It's it's some people, you know, some people like to breathe. Mm-hmm. Some people like to uh, uh, you know, speak to their loved ones, but I like the movies. So mm-hmm. I watched I watched a movie. This is another one that a lot of people haven't heard of before. Um, it's called The Team of the Top. It's like Ooh. a play on the cream of the crop, right? Oh. And this this is a nineteen ninety seven um, action thrill ride about a it's a little league team they're playing in the uh, little league world series um, where all the best little league teams in the world go around um, and play against each other but they have to go overseas in North Korea the villainous North Korea and um, next thing they know they find themselves in a international incident they have to fight for their lives so you don't see a lot of movies usually where there's a you know a bunch of kids who have to fight um in a you know against enemy forces but this, this sounds like do. the bench warmers i don't know i never saw no bench warmers the bench warmers with john heater and rob schneider where they they were bullied and they had to play other they so they're basically grown three grown men but they had to play against the best little league teams out there oh yeah yeah, no. so like it's it's yeah. But do they have to fight for American freedom? Not necessarily, but they still yeah. have to fight on the, the the. They're still baseball. Oh yeah, well no, they're not even playing baseball in this one. They have to actually fight for their lives. They're hmm. using so they're um, you know all the all the big hitters are using baseball bats and knocking guys in the head. The pitchers are throwing you know fastballs right down the middle to knock guys out with it. It's exciting. So all the kids are just played by random kids, you know, who cares? The um the coach of the American team, it's really cool. It's um Who'd they get uh, for that? Yeah, well, so this was what I say, nineteen ninety seven. Yeah. Um yeah, it was uh um um uh who you know, who Sam Jackson. He was the uh the coach, of course. Nice. Yeah, and he's pretty cool because he's he's he was an ex baseball star. And then he, he washed out of the major leagues because he was too nice. They said, oh, it's Sam Jackson. You got to be, uh, you know, throw, throwing that heat. And he's like, no, man, it just feels bad when I knock people out. It's know, like money ball, I, huh? Yeah. When I strike them out, they don't, they're sad about it. I don't like that. So they say, oh, you don't have the killer instinct. You got to be a killer to make it in the bigs. And he's like, I guess I'm not a killer. But then he goes, and then he's in this crazy situation, and then it turns out he is a killer. Oh, fuck. See, okay. that's pretty sick, right? Yeah, this is like this is like the Benchwarmers meets Moneyball meets John Renews, the professional. Yeah, yeah it's just like that. <laughs> um, he's, he, um, so, well, you know, all the kids, there's, there's some decent kids on the team. You got like Zachary Ty Bryant in there, and um, you know all, all the all the hits you've got the quintessential um, child Zachary mm-hmm. Ty Bryant. <laughs> yeah, he's the big slugger and the big um, slugger, <laughs> and he's got the same problem. Like Sammy Jackson's having trouble getting to him because he says, you know, oh, you're a big, big, strong kid. You could knock those home runs over the fence every time. And he's like, it just doesn't seem right, Coach. And Sam Jackson is like, I know, I know, it doesn't. Oh. And then. In the final scene, Kim Jong Il is holding him hostage, and he's got a um, Sam Jackson and Zachary Ty Bryant tied up, and he says, "You know, oh, you guys are just cowards. You know, you you couldn't get the job done on the field, and you won't be able to get the job done against me." And then Sam Jackson gives Zachary Ty Bryant a look and says, uh, "You know, ready to ready to hit hit it out of the park, kid." Mm-hmm. And Ty Bryan goes, yeah, sure. And uh, Sam Jackson's wiggled free from his ropes and he has a, he doesn't have a ball in his hand. He's got a a ninja star and he throws it at the ropes tying up Zachary Ty Bryan and they break and uh, they break the ropes and then it keeps going so fast. It bounces off the wall behind Zachary Ty Bryan and rebounds back behind him. And then by that time he's got a bat and he hits it and knocks it right into Kim Jong-il's head. God damn, dude! Yeah, it's sick. They do that is fucking motion. cool. Yeah, it's super cool. And then 
uh, Sam Jackson says, now that's what I'd call a home run. <laughs> God damn, dude. Well, yeah, it's one of the best movies ever. <laughs> it really is. I, I can't believe I haven't seen it. Yeah, um, I mean, it's cool. There's babes in there, too, of course. <laughs> well, duh. Yeah, Famke Jansen plays the North Korean uh, propaganda minister. Very cool. Very yeah. cool. Mm-hmm. And she wears a bikini the whole time. Oh, that's how politics should be, huh? Man, if you want common, normal, ordinary Joes like you and me to pay attention to politics, let's get a little bikinis in there. <laughs> right? Introduce, yeah, uh, I'll introduce that motion to the Senate, Bernie yeah. Sanders. <laughs> that introduced some motion to me. <laughs> oh, man. Well, my movie. Yeah. So, uh, 1999. Beautiful. Now, this is a genre here. It's listed as romance, but it's not just romance. It's also listed as comedy. Interesting. What? Yeah. yeah. Well, we're like, wait, am I getting a love story or am I getting the Three Stooges? Can you decide? <laughs> you know? <laughs> what am I getting here? You know? Uh, Go outside, nerd. <laughs> a classic. So, um, yeah, so it's 1999. It stars. All right, get this. These are some heavy hitters here. Yeah. Artie Lang. Oh, boy. Martin Sheen. Okay. John Lovitz. This, what the hell? And the star of the movie. Those aren't even the star. That's not even, like, is David Spade. Okay, this is dope. It's called Lost and Found. (laughs) What? (laughs) Yes. So Dylan Ramsey, this is David Spade's character. Dylan Ramsey is getting ready to open his own restaurant, but he's become preoccupied with his new neighbor, a gorgeous French woman named Lila. When Dylan does not, when Dylan does not, uh, doesn't have much luck talking to her, he decides that the way to her heart may be through her beloved dog, Jack. Hmm. Abducting the canine, Dylan hopes to win Lila's affection when he returns Jack safe and sound. But soon, the scheming guy has to deal with numerous unforeseen problems that jeopardize his plan. Uh-oh. Yeah, right? So he steals the dog, and he wants to give it back. And then, uh, you know, some stuff happens that he does not expect. You know, expect. Now, this movie got 13% from Rotten Tomatoes, which is... Hey, that's not bad. <laughs> right? That's pretty... You know, that's that's some, there's some juice there. there that, there's some juice in that tomato. Yeah. Budget, $30 million. Hmm. Box office, $6 million. Hey. I love gold! $6 million. That ain't nothing, brother. <laughs> that ain't nothing. That, that's, that's a nice day at the fair, huh? Yeah, boy, I could buy myself a lot of Gravitron rides. <laughs> You can't. Uh, Runtime, 95 minutes. So you can still plan your day pretty normally, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, that, you can still go to the mall and the float pod. Yeah. Um, so one of the critics on the site said, aside from a few laughs, everything else is predictable, including the jokes. But hmm. Metacritic has it at 19%. Well, this movie yeah, just keeps getting better, better and better. Yeah. <laughs> Audiences surveyed by CinemaScore gave the film a grade B minus on a scale of A to F. Again, hey, that's this, pretty good. That's pretty a B minus. Yeah, I'll take that any day. <laughs> My brother in Christ, you pass any class in the book with a B minus. Absolutely. <laughs> Big Magic Johnson. What has he done? <laughs> Not gotten a B minus on CinemaScore. Right. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Roger Ebert. Oh boy. Oh, this cuck. Big ol' stick in the mud. Yeah. Big loser. Ask him about Ryan Dunn. Yeah, seriously. You think he's such a saint? Yeah. So, Roger Ebert gave it one out of four and said it had only one funny scene, and that was John Lovitz as the dog whisperer. That does sound funny. That does sound funny, but I feel like there's more funny scenes. (laughs) You know? Um, It's funny how this movie goes from, you know, uh, 
you know, 13% on Rotten Tomatoes and 19% on another critic website. But then you ask CinemaScore, the audiences, the people, right? Yeah. B minus. You know what? It's You said this is a romantic comedy, so there's romance. Well, it sounds to me like these uh, these critic cucks are missing a lot of romance from their lives. Mm-hmm. That's, now that's romance right there. That is. That gets me in the mood. <laughs> it most certainly does. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, well, we've got a couple of great movies to watch tonight with Team of the Top and uh, uh, Lost and Found. Which, mm-hmm. Franklin, it sounds to me like you made that movie up. That's too ridiculous <laughs> to exist. <laughs> How would I know the score? Well, that's true. And, and Voodoo, four out of five. Hey, that's really good. Voodoo, that's a beautiful religion. Yeah, right? Hey, <laughs> you could buy it for 10 bucks. And I, that's a bargain because you can watch it as much as you want. You rent it, it's two ninety nine. But then, if you buy it for for nine ninety nine, you could watch it as much as you want and get this. They can't even get mad at you. God damn it! How'd you steal my? Am I? You st- I I didn't steal it. You you just read my mind. I just read your mind. Hey, you I, sound like you've been drinking this early in the morning, bro. Yeah, I can't even be mad at you. Yeah. You can't, but you should. Yeah. I deserve it. <laughs> oh, Franklin, boy, oh boy, what a show we've got on tap for everybody. Uh, the Black Crows are here to perform. Wow. Well, until then, we do have some fan questions to get through. <laughs> yeah, just a couple. And we do have to get through them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Our first question comes from Ben. Yes, sir. This is a good question. I'm going to Las Vegas in a couple of weeks for a work convention. No kids, no wife. Do the uncles have any advice for making the most of my time alone in Sin City? Love, Ben. P.S. I'd gamble some of the portions I'm worth, but I've already maxed that out at 60. God damn, 60 portions? Sounds like he can spare some portions at this point. (laughs) Yeah, sounds like it, but 20 on red at the very least. Yeah, man. I'm not a racist. That's what's so insane about this. It is. Yeah. I would honestly start off, the best way to gauge your Vegas thing is put some money on red. Yeah. Like put a chunk, and that chunk will determine whether you decide to play it smart or live a little. Yeah, that's right. If you you make big money, put – you got 60 portions. How many of those portions do you actually need? Like 30? So put 30 portions up for on red. See what happens. I'm I'm up, I'm about this, you know. I'm yeah. about this. Put a chunk on it and then go from there. That's what yeah. happened in Las Las Vegas. Yep, that's right. Yeah, you know what uh, he should do? Go to a bikini hmm. contest hosted by Red Foo. <laughs> he really should. That's my you know advice. What you, you know what you should do? You can go to Las Vegas. You can go to Royalty Exotic Cars and rent a Lamborghini Aventador for a scant five hundred dollars an hour. Wow, that's not bad. That's. Not... <laughs> You know, uh, you know, there's other things you can do. You know, I, I seen Vegas vacation. You can climb uh, the Hoover Dam, like mm-hmm. like Chevy Chase did. Can't be that hard yeah. if that motherfucker is able. Be to careful, because I've seen San Andreas and the Hoover Dam can get earthquaked. Ooh. And then we've also seen Transformers, where there can be Transformers showing up. That's true. A lot of shit goes down. I think the Hoover Dam's a must, is I think what we've got yeah, to it, it, Good or bad, you're going to have a story. Look, you're going to have a story, man. Some shit might happen, or, you know, <laughs> I, I don't know. You might have to climb it. There might be Transformers. But either way, you, you go to that Hoover Dam, because there's some shit going on. Something's going to happen. Paul Giamatti might be there. No shit. Yeah. That's right. He measures the uh, the seismic waves yeah and no one listens to him because he's a nerd well i mean which is understandable that's pretty you know what if if we had to listen to nerds just to save our earth then (laughs) thank god that's never been an issue no thank god we haven't started doing that yet huh yeah we never will i'll (laughs) never listen to a nerd about what the climate ridiculous oh no thank you Oh, yeah, so I guess I'd rent a Lambo, go to Hoover Dam. Um, let's see, what else can you do there? You can probably, uh, you know, 
play some play some pinball somewhere. Nothing wrong with a little bit of pinball. Yeah, a little bit of pinball and a lot of Elaine. <laughs> uh, you want to get the next one? I did read it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you already. Oh, now how you, you get so mad? Now? I don't know why. I do. Well, because I like the things the way I like them. All right, it's Joel from Joel Tweets Droll. Droll. Uh, he says, what is the best movie from 1978? Well, I want to say who put the bop in the bop. Quarter centuries, quarter centuries here. Pop. That's what yeah. I want to do. Well, uh, man, I'm seeing Cheech and Chong's Up in Smoke, but like, I don't think I've ever rewatched it, and I think I just like the idea of them as kids. Like, oh, they're kind of funny and goofy. But I don't think I could watch that bullshit. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't think they're that good. Uh, yeah. No, I, I remember like they're talking about E.T. the Extra Testicle. They were doing like that movie. Oh, I remember I liked that a funny. lot as a kid. Let's see. 1978. That's when did uh, the uh, New Hope come out? 77? 77. He did this on purpose to fuck with us, I think. Yeah, let's see. Uh, it looks like Superman came out in 78. I like that movie pretty good. Oh, yeah. I spit on your grave. That's a sick. Yeah. Oh, Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. There we go. That's Laser Blast uh, is in this. That's, uh, oh, yeah? Yeah, I mean, it's not good, but, you know, Mystery Science Theater did it, so that's... There, I haven't even heard any of these movies before. The Norseman? Yeah, I know the Norseman. That? The yeah. Norseman, I see. Yeah, you look at the same Google thing I am. Yeah. Halloween. Waltz, the Cat from Outer Space. Animal House, like I don't think I would like Animal House as much as like you would think I like it by the description of everything. A lot of these movies, they seem like they'd be cool, but it's just they're old timey, you know. So it's just boring. Like their jokes are like, "Hey, that's a great looking chick," you know, (laughs) stuff like that. (laughs) Why don't you check under the hood? And it's just like, oh, buddy, that's yeah. So Superman was the highest grossing film of '78. Um. So yeah, that's probably my pick because that Christopher Reeve man, he was what a Superman he was. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I'd feel bad if I didn't pick it. Like he goes through all this in his life, and I'm just like, uh, not yeah, that good. Yeah, it's pretty unappreciative. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Superman as well, just for the fucking, just to not be a jerk. Yeah, you don't want to be rude to the man who sacrificed everything <laughs> on Memorial Day, no less. Yeah, yeah, he's he's my troop. All right, so uh, I think that about does it, huh, big guy? Yeah, unless you want, do you want to do a rap? Uh, do you have a rap for me? I do, brother. Let me. Uh, I'm going to post it in the chat, or uh, oh, I don't think I can post it in the chat. Cause I got to do it from my phone. I'm going to Discord it to you. So just bear with us one moment here, folks. All right, I, I'll gladly do a rap for you. Um, all right, you discorded a, me this. I mean, yeah, I yeah. Of all the there's things, there's a part there. that's in italics, so you have to do it in a voice for the italics part. Gotcha. All right. Well, I apologize for the dog here. Yeah, it's okay, man. It's like DMX has dogs. That's true. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of DMX references this episode. Yeah, he was a good man. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Pucker up them lips, supply some chapstick, and kiss your ass goodbye, because it's time for Maverick. Well, that sounds great. It's mad fantastic, but I'm not made of currency like Chris Hamrick, because there's low wages and high inflation. Well, let Uncle Frank release the frustration. I'm hungry for deals. I'm hungry for meals. I'm always thinking and spinning my wheels. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) That one day I heard a big commotion about Applebee's and a new promotion. Can you believe it? It's so mind-blowing. I'll get you in free to any showing. It's so epic and calm and chive. Because when I see Tom Cruise, I feel so alive. All the bees ask as you spend 25. Then you get a movie ticket. Man, that ain't no jive. Another way to count that is half of 50. You might feel shell-shocked, but I'm not shifty. You can get Southwest egg rolls or dessert. It don't cost much. You won't lose your shirt. Because Franklin here is dishing dirt. Take a hit. This shit is mint. Sorry, fucking it up. Some restrictions apply, so read the fine print. Keep your pockets fat and free of lit. Eat the finest food that's ever been served. See the finest flick since trouble with the curve. This is what you... 
<laughs> this is what you deserve, man. It ain't no swerve. If you think it's a scam, don't feel bad. Because the best part is, they can't get mad. There you go, Franklin. What do you think? I think we got a hit on our hands. I mean, I think if you get you rehearse it a couple times, you get a beat behind you. Oh, you yeah. Go, yeah, I mean, it's all about the beat. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that that's true, man. Yeah, you got you to gotta get a beat, and then you're just on fire. I've you heard know, you rap into a beat before, Franklin, and I said, whoa, is this a test? And you said, it ain't no test. I'm rapping to the beat. You know, I need a apology Amadi and straight out of Compton to give me that beat, though. <laughs> That's a good man, that Paul Giamatti. Paul Giamatti is in straight out of Compton and San Andreas. Yeah. That's and, wild, dude. What a And fun. Amazing Spider-Man 2. What a what a couple months that must have been. Yeah, he's How much money all. could he have? He's probably got so much money. He's got to be driving a Lambo, right? Yeah. Like he's got to have a lot like there needs to be like he needs to show how much money he has for all these movies. I I feel, yeah. Like I I, I shouldn't have to ask you how much money he has. I should know. Yeah, I. It could be one of those things where you Google Paul Giamatti net worth and see what happens. But I don't think that's ever too accurate, though. No, because it. I remember looking it up once, and they said Nick Gage had like seven million dollars. <laughs> I just don't see how that's true. And they said twenty five million for Paul Giamatti, which again. I just don't buy. He's done a lot of movies. I don't know because he, you know, royalties and all that, right? I guess, yeah. I don't know. I think twenty-five million. I mean, Luol Deng made that in like two years. Yeah, and he's no Luol Deng. <laughs> you know, I don't. I don't know. Well, regardless, I, I guess I'll never know what Paul Giamatti has in his bank account. Unless we get him on the show and we ask him. (laughs) I'm sure he's very willing to openly talk about his finances, huh? Why wouldn't he be? Is he ashamed? (laughs) I can't imagine why. (laughs) He shouldn't be. No. That's a damn good man. So, Uncle Howard, where can they find us? Oh, brother, you can get on our Patreon.com. Patreon.com slash Uncle2Uncle. That's with the two. Uh, you get in there, you get a, access to our um, our uh, Discord. We got hella exclusive stuff. We're about to make a new thing right for it right now, as a matter of fact. Also, I just decided I'm going to do a new feature for our, our patrons. I'm going to write down all of their names on a piece of paper and keep it in my wallet and says, if I'm found dead, these people definitely didn't do it. And it's going to be the name of all of our patrons. <laughs> that is, man, isn't that nice? Yeah, I mean, that's a get-out-of-jail-free card. <laughs> if there ever was one, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I think that's that's worth its weight in gold right there. Um, <laughs> you can follow us on Twitter together at Uncle2Uncle with the T-O uncle. There's usually some pretty good stuff. We're going viral basically every yeah. day on yeah, there. we got some good posts lately, you especially. Yeah. Oh, thank you, man. I You know, I just do what I can, but... I'm not a racist. That's what's so insane about this. I've always said that. Yeah, we're on a, a Instagram to it, Uncle to Uncle, but that's with the two, not the T-O. Yeah, that's a good account. I followed a bunch of new accounts the other day, all luxury car brands. <laughs> I uh, I saw you follow a lot of people, you know? Yeah. You follow Jade Cargill, and then I see... We, I see some of my our mutuals liking photos of Jade Cargill. Yeah, definitely uh, some some gentlemen that we know uh, are apparently <laughs> big fans of Jade Cargill. Big fans, huh? Uh, yeah. Something something catch your eye there, uh, oh boy, oh Bert. <laughs> the cream of the crop. I'm just joshing. Or rabbi. Oh, or rabbi. And it, what about <laughs> you, Franklin? Where do they find you? Oh man, find me in the street. Yep, pocket full of bubs. No, the street, thestreet.com wrote about uh, <laughs> the Apple Feast promotion. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you went viral. Oh, thestreet.com. Man, I was so proud of you. That's a big time publication. You know, I've been on Vanity Fair. Yeah, that's not as big a deal as thestreet.com. <laughs> I know. This is infinitely cooler. That's one about business. <laughs> Is that a real thing? Like, I didn't know about it. Like, do you know about it? I think so. I think it's about like Wall Street. Yeah, I think, no, yeah. you're right. It's like a business thing, but yeah, yeah. Uh, I wasn't sure if it was like actually a big thing or I think what. Kramer's from it. 
you know, Kramer. Oh, Jim Kramer? Yeah. Yeah, he founded it, as a matter of fact. Oh, no shit, really? Yes, he did. So Jim Kramer, me and Jim Kramer are basically peas in a pod. Yeah. Yeah, From Iron Man 1. Mm Mm-hmm. That's right. Stark Industries, they're they're crazy. They don't sell weapons. They're a weapons manufacturer that doesn't sell weapons. He was pissed off, and he should have been. I had Jim Cramer on at the hotel a while ago. Yeah. And um, they had a call-in number. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm like, I want to call this, and my handler said no. He's he's a master of drops because he's hits a button sometimes. <laughs> he's got buttons all over, man. Yeah, and then people call him, and they go, Booyah, Jim, and he goes like, Booyah. I remember I found out, no lie, that PacSun was going out of business from like two minutes of watching Mad Money. Yeah, he's always he's always got the scoops, man. That guy might as well be called Baskin Robbins. <laughs> yeah, he might as well be the Raisin Brand son. <laughs> yep, because he's the light of my life. Mm-hmm. Well, everybody, follow Jim Cramer. Follow Jim Cramer. Follow- yeah. We got to follow Jim Cramer. Put our money where our mouth is. Uh, he's got a controversy section on his Wikipedia page. <laughs> well, I'm sure it's nothing important. Yeah, yeah. It's, it seems pretty boring. It's hey, controversy like... creates cash. Yeah, that's right. And that guy creates a lot of cash. Mm-hmm. Well, anything else, Franklin? No, I think I'm just going to go uh, go off and uh, go outside and get high a little bit. That culture show. Ha! So guess what? Goodbye!